I'm over here now. Pardon the interruption, no need for introduction. It's the drunken monk. Turn this shit up a little, son. My bucket up in smoke, sipping Bacardi till I'm giving my car keys to Jimmy Ferrari. And we out, about to go jump in a mosh pit full of hundreds of hot chicks saying something obnoxious like, I gotta put my foot in your ass permit. When I'm done, I'll cook you in a Brooklyn blast furnace. I'm not denying nothing. But we're over here now. Okay. Where are we? We're over here now. We're at the horror sideshow market here at the Merchant Square Mall in what part of uh in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And I'm sitting here with my newfound friend. <laughs> And I don't think I have, like, you know, I, I don't think it's my business to introduce you. Why not? Because I think that you should introduce yourself. No, you asked me to come on your thing. So right. you introduced The Brooklyn me. Blast Furnace Podcast. Yes, in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Right. Yes. My man, Ken. Sagos. Sagos. What you say matters, but what Ken say goes. I like that. That's yes. like a dope tagline. That's right on. And, and, and as far as movies... Yes. What are you most known for, Ken? It depends. In the horror world, yes. I'm known for Nightmare on Elm Street, part three and part four. Kincaid. Kincaid. My man, Cool Breeze. Who happened to be the first African-American to survive a major horror film and return to a sequel. It was not LL Cool J. It was not LL Cool J, no, you're right. I, and you know what? Now that you say that, it makes complete sense. Of course. You just smartened me up. No, no, no. You did. You just you just learned me. Yes. You just made me study my lessons directly. Right. right. It's all on the internet that he was the first. He was not the first. You were the first African-American person in a horror movie to survive. In a major horror film. Oh. To be quite honest, the first person was a great Shakespearean actor named William Marshall. Okay. Who did Black Girl. Black in the 70s. Right, Blackula. I haven't, I seen it. Yes. I seen it. That was the first. Nice. It wasn't an international film, so internationally, it has to come to Ken Sager. You. Now, anybody else, after that, they could be second, third, whatever, but I know I was the first. That's awesome. That's right. How you been? I've been well. How yeah. you been? I'm, I'm always good, man. Dude, we don't hang out no more. We should start. No way, we should start. Well, you said that the next time you're in Brooklyn, you're going to look me up. Next time I'm in Brooklyn, my name is not going to be Ken Who, right? Absolutely not. All right. Why would that be? Like, I'm a nice guy. You're like the, you're like the fine, upstanding gentleman. Why would oh, I do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we in touch with each other right now. What you going to say when I leave? Absolutely. You know what I'm going to say when, you, when, I, when I leave? I'm like, yeah, Ken, what a great guy. Yes. For real. Well, thank you. You're, feel, like, you're like a I gentleman feel, and a sweetheart. I feel the same. Well, sweetheart, you can keep it. But, uh... <laughs> 
Nothing the same about you, Jimmy. Thank you, sir. I, like, you know, I don't interview nobody, really, but do you, would you mind, like, like where did you grow up? What got into, into, into acting? What have you done? What are you doing? I grew up in Stockbridge, Georgia, south of Atlanta. Okay. That's where I was born, but then I grew up in my latter years at, uh, in Atlanta. Okay. And I got into acting as a young man. I used to love to see actors, and I wanted to be a part of that. You know, and I would get in trouble at school, and my teacher would say, Ken, stop acting. <laughs> right. As for what I'm doing now, I'm directing my short film called The McHenry Trial, about a 14-year-old kid that become a trial lawyer. Really? And his first case is defending his father who accused of murder. Really? Yes. That's awesome. And so that's in production right now? It's in production right now. Okay. Do you have a, a specific roundabout? I know that may be specific, but it's a, a short time frame? It's a short film, which I'm hoping that it's going to become a feature film. I want to show that even in the inner city, there are some great young lines. Sure. Why wouldn't there be? You know, but sometimes they don't show that. Right. Absolutely. So I would like to show that. That's amazing. That's right, man. And I'm still acting. I'm still writing. For those directors out there that's wondering, I am still acting. Beautiful. So now, I know you probably answered this a million times and whatnot, but how was, you know, how did you get the role in, in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3? And how was it like working and blah, 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 blah? I had an attitude. <laughs> you had an attitude? I had an attitude. When I went in, I had just came from court and I lost. It was raining. I didn't want to be there. They was asking for a real well-built guy, which wasn't me. <laughs> and so I had an attitude. So when I went in with the attitude, they thought I was acting. <laughs> nice. So it turned out... You just weren't having it. You so it, yeah, it turned out that that was the type of character they were looking for. Oh, that's a beautiful thing, man. So it worked out for the best. See, sometimes yeah. you have to have an attitude. Yeah. And nice guys finish last sometimes. Sometimes they finish first. They do. <laughs> sometimes. How is it like working with... Uh, like Patricia Arquette and, and you know, I had a chance I had a chance to work with some brilliant young up and coming talent. You know, there was Lawrence Fishburne, there was Patricia Arquette, there was Robert E, there was Helen Landing Captain. All of them have gone on to become either like brothers or sisters to me. So I learned a lot. That's awesome. Hold on one second. Sorry, we, we didn't want to uh, take away from things, but uh, we're back. Uh, yeah, you're, up and comers, Patricia Arquette had a Langen camp. All right, we're back again. Now, we, where, we, where we left off twice before was... Um, you had said, you know, you were fortunate enough to, to be in the movies with Upper Cummins, Patricia Arquette, Robin Englund, Heather Langenkamp, and all that. Yes. So now where are we going? Are we going? Yeah, where are we going, Ken? Where are we going from there? I, 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 you mean as far as what? As far as, you know, working on those movies with those people. I enjoyed, you know, that was 30-something years ago. It was. It was 30-something years ago, Isn't so I have crazy? to be working on some other things. Absolutely. But we can absolutely talk about that. But one quick question. Did you honestly think that you would be sitting here, not, not necessarily talking with me, but constantly doing conventions because of this one little role you did? I didn't. I, I didn't, and I tell you, you know, 
because I come from a religious family and close friends, they didn't want me to do this movie because they said it was like the devil and stuff like <laughs> of this course. here. So you know what's really funny? So I had this here <laughs> quick story but true. Okay. This here elderly lady was the mother at our church that always went to church every week. You know the ones that have that coconut cake hat on. Yes. Always wear white with the white gloves and the white stockings tied below their knees. Yes. And she always carried a Bible and the pastor told me don't do the film and a couple other people, so I called her, and she said, what's wrong, baby? And I said that, you know, I got off of this movie, and I told her about it, and after I got through telling her about it, she said, well, let me put my Bible down. Oh, shit. And then she said, does it pay? And I said, yes, ma'am. And then she said, fuck them. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I, I did the movie. Yeah. So I did the movie. And I, and I think it was, I didn't know it was a cult film at right. the time. If I did, I would have saved all the stuff that I was wearing. Yeah, you that's know. true. You don't have anything from, from the shoes? I, I don't, you know, but what I, I did do, I realized that, you know, in my life, what has happened to me is a big blessing. And, you know, and there was a lot of people that were pushing for me. So because of that, I started an organization called Giving Back. Awesome. Where I support kids and I pay for kids' books when they go to college. It's called the Giving Back Corporation. And so far, as of 2020, I've helped more than 500 kids through college. That's beautiful. Is there a website where people can go? Yeah, you can go to www.gbc-givingbackcorporation.com. Or just Google Giving Back Corporation and Ken Sagos. And 100% of proceeds go back to the kids that I support. I try to send kids to a summer camp because I couldn't afford to go to camp. So I try to at least send kids back to camp. That's amazing. I have sent up to 50 kids, and I have sent only able to send one. But I make sure that somebody's kid, I help every year. That's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. Because I, I, you know, I realize on the real, uh, Jimmy, that if I don't wake up tomorrow and I make my transition, I would like for it to be said that I was trying to do something good. That's awesome. So that's it. You're a good Just like you do for me. Every time I see you, man, you you bring a smile on my face. You're a good man. Yeah. Awesome. So now, and, and what, what, what's the what's the project that you have in production right now? It's called the McHenry Trial. Okay. So we got to take a we got to keep our eyes peeled for that. It's a it's a short film, and I'm raising money now to get the editing done. Okay. You know, a lot of people think you just shoot a movie and that's it. Of course. You no, know, you got to shoot a movie. You got to do the editing. You got to do the coloring. You got to do all those things to get to a movie. Right. You know, and I had some wonderful actors. In it. Oh, the um, uh, great actress Loretta Devine made a cameo in. Beautiful. Now, are you, you're accepting, like, you're trying to raise money for it, so where can people, can people go to a specific place so you can get that money in order to edit this new project? Is there, like, a, a Kickstarter or something? Well, there's a GoFundMe that's okay. still up, but it's called the McHenry Trial. Okay. The McHenry Trial. If nothing else, go on Facebook, uh, 
and you know, reach out to me, and I was I will send you the link to it. Beautiful. But it's the GoFundMe, not the Indigo. The GoFundMe, right? McHenry trial. Awesome. And look him up on Facebook at Ken Sagos. S A G O E S. Yes. Do you have an Instagram account or no? I I had one. I don't know if it still exists, but but 2020, I'm gonna get back to the new world. Get back to it. <laughs> it's a necessary evil. If you, you I just got off dial up, man. Dial up. I just got off that. Guess. You Are know, you my, lying right now? I know. My email is AOL. Oh snap. I'm trying. You trying? I'm you trying. Do, you Jimmy. doing fine. I'm though. trying, Jimmy. You gonna help me out, right? I'm gonna help you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna help you out. Yeah, Whenever I'm, you're I'm, around, I got you. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So we just not going to hang up this year and not speak anymore, right? No, absolutely not. All right. You're going to get my email. I'm going to get yours. You can get my phone number. I'm going to get yours. Right? You know, as soon as we stop this, we'll exchange numbers. I'll text you. This is my number, this, that, and the third. All right. And we're over here now. You know I just got a cell phone recently. Right? Recently? Is it a flip phone? <laughs> Did you get a flip phone? Don't had, bullshit me, kid. I had a flip phone, but somebody got mad and gave me a, their old phone. Which okay. was a five. Okay. But I think they have to... Did you have one now? I don't even know. I have a, I have a Samsung Android. Okay, I don't know what, you don't even know what that know is. What <laughs> <laughs> when you say Samsung, I think of a, a, a record player or something. No, it's a phone. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming to 20 to 2020. I am. All right, I'm gonna help you. All right. This episode has been brought to you in part by Generation Records, New Republic Printing, and Generation Records on Instagram, New Republic Printing on Instagram as well. Ken Sagos, my newfound friend. Yes. My man. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Jim. You're a gentleman. All right. We're over here now.